What we do here is go back, 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 back. Do you want me to speak just to be sure? <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Awesome Sold Separately, a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you insanely awesome people that tune in every single week. Many of you for the last six years, I, I call you guys like the makers and the outliers, the doers, creators, hustlers, uh, innovators, CEOs, uh, entrepreneurs, artists, you guys like fit, uh, you're like multidisciplinaries or, or working on multiple disciplines, I should say. And I, I really appreciate you guys tuning in every single week. Uh, the downloads are getting up there. Uh, we're, we're having around 7 million downloads and that cannot be possible without all of you guys. And for any of the new folks joining in, it's nice to meet you. I'm Matt Gottesman. You can reach out at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. That'll lead you to other profiles or my website or other places. I just say that's probably the best place to just find me first. And then you can always DM me. I answer every reply, response, text, uh, reply on the wall. You name it. I've been doing it for about eight years now because um, it's all about community. That's actually what I was just talking about with my uh, special guest today before jumping on here. And um, and for the no those that are new, uh, please, any feedback, uh, please feel free to leave, you know, reviews on Apple and Spotify. It definitely helps the program. And uh, but you can also reach out. And I, you know, my my OGs, the original, you know, listeners, they uh, they know I always say we don't glamorize or glorify success on this program. We never have. We never will. Um, we definitely talk about a couple of the successes, quote unquote, that uh, in the very beginning, maybe like a bio of our guests. But the reason being is because success must be defined by you. It's it's your own metric. And often at times, you know, the world uh, has dictated what success can look like if you don't. And it's in a very metric driven way. And it's not I don't I don't believe it's always that way. I feel like it's more about whatever, you know, your soul wants to do and you know, you moving in that direction and defining it for yourself. So uh, either we do solo episodes on here or we have guests and we talk about what's happening in real time what are these guests in a variety of disciplines uh, across the world doing and what are they you know what are they learning in the process of building something that they believe in it doesn't matter if it's their first venture or their 50th because we've had a few on here we've had you know quite a few ventures but they're always learning something and it's about humanizing the the journey the entrepreneurial journey or the creative journey and you'll come to find that everybody's going through similar things or or having to come across dealing with certain things very similar to you. So uh, I have an incredible guest today, Nicholas Romero. He goes by Nico. He's co-founder of Satoshi Studio and Futures Factory. And we're going to talk about that um, here momentarily. He's going to give the background on both. Um, so for any of my um, fashion designers, sneakerheads, NFTs, techies, blockchain, crypto enthusiasts, <laughs> you know, any one of these categories, Creatives, artists, designers, 3D designers, listen, listen on it. And for anybody not, please listen to this as well, because we're going to talk, you know, even though we're talking a lot about Web3 stuff, we're also really talking about entrepreneurship and bootstrapping your vision and, um, you know, time and patience and how to, you know, learn to move faster and take more risks. Um, intentional risks, I should say, you know, and having the right team. And so, you know, there's a lot of just regular real world um, topics that we're talking about here. 
but I'm so grateful to be having these conversations about Web3 because it, we're moving in that direction very quickly. And I think the more education on this information, the better. So uh, as I mentioned, Nicholas Romero started working in the crypto field in 2016, founded Satoshi Studio in 2018, which is the first sneakers brand using NFTs. Um, that's actually how I found him about, I think it was about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I saw, or maybe, maybe about a year and a half ago, I saw Satoshi Studios online. I'm like, yes, that I didn't tell you that. I don't think I told you that. Uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I saw it was uh, sneakers and then on the, the, the tag on the lip or the tongue of the, of the sneaker, you know, would have the, um, the uh, yeah, the barcode for, uh, the QR code for, uh, the NFT. And I was like, yes, this is where we're heading. Um, and he also co-founded Features Factory in 2021. It's a platform allowing designers and brands to build their NFT projects, whether it's 100% virtual or physical sneakers. And their purpose is to change the way brands and designers finance their projects uh, and the way people consume and interact with sneakers using blockchain, 3D, and AR. Why is this important? Because while Nico niched down in um, sneakers and designers uh, amongst sneakers and creating a platform, this is going to become, I think, a lot more normal in a variety of different industries in the future. So I think he's very cutting edge in thinking about this now and working very iteratively on a weekly basis. I'm in their community, so I watch what's happening and I collect a few along the way. <laughs> so I'm very supportive of what they're doing. Uh, Nico, thank you for being here, man. Hi, Matt. Thanks a lot. It was a beautiful intro. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, so first question is always the same. And uh, you know, so um, and then everything else, we're just going to have a conversation on all of these things. But for context, um, how do we get here? Like you can go as far back as you want, you know, uh, childhood, like whatever you want. Like how did where did it start for you before leading into Satoshi Studio and then how that inspired Futures Factory? You know, feel free to give the whole, you know, rundown yeah. and, and, and go for it. Um, so first, yeah, I, I should start with, I love sneakers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> when I was uh, at uh, my business school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I did a lot of stuff, uh, after school, after uh, graduating. And, uh, I saw an opportunity with a friend. Uh, it was a bad one, <laughs> but, uh, it's easy to, to say it now, but, uh, we wanted to, um, crowdsource, uh, talents uh young talents uh in uh, engineering schools and uh with ambassadors and this is why uh, i spent so much time with uh, tech uh, people uh when i was uh, 20 25 25 26 something like this and this is how um i met uh um some engineers uh, at ecole 42 which is a great uh, engineering school in uh, in paris and um this is uh i started to discuss uh with uh, some guys who were already into crypto they were super young uh cedric uh who is my partner at satoshi studio he did like his first uh, first uh, internship uh in the blockchain company and i think it was uh in uh yeah 2014 uh, so something like this 15. um and he was like one of the he was super shy but he wanted to he when he was one-on-one with someone he was so passionate about it uh it was uh, it was super inspiring so i started to dive uh, into the space just by reading stuff um about uh, bitcoin and other crypto he was really into uh, um, some shady uh, uh cryptocurrencies uh, back in the days but 
I've heard about it uh, recently. It's called Waves, for example, huge supporter. And he, we started to, to create like a small group of people just to share about uh, this kind of stuff, um, opportunities, but also uh, like trading opportunities, but also uh, um, potential use cases, project, this kind of stuff. And so we created this uh, group um, with a lot of uh, tech guys, tech people from this school, but also uh, other guys from my network, for example, or other people. And we started to 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 work together to share things to to explore. And at the the end of the year 2017, so after the first NFT project like CryptoPunks, CryptoKitties. I was already super excited to see the, these kind of things. Um, the, so when I saw CryptoKitties and uh, I read about the Daper Labs and the first, uh, I remember that Juan, um, uh, the CEO, did uh, like a, a TED talk, and he was talking about um, the way we were collecting things like ten thousand years ago. Um, it we we used like uh, shells and this kind of stuff like. Uh, to um, just because we we love them, we love to to collect it, but also to trade things like to was the first uh, currencies. And um, um, back in the days, I was already in 2016 before NFTs, before the big waves. Uh, I was already like uh, thinking that it Bitcoin and crypto uh, would go beyond just the, the traditional uh, from the, the the financial and economic space, and would also impact um the, the the cultural space and when i when i saw the first nft project and when i saw the first uh, nft project focused on uh, uh, fashion and the creative space um for me it was like the just the, the big park <laughs> and th this project was called uh, luxo and it's still like one of the biggest uh, project in, in the space but um yeah, when I saw this project and I read all the the white paper and I was super excited, started to discuss uh, to discuss it with uh, with my friend from this group, uh, and uh, Cedric uh, really believed in the project. Also, he he was just uh, um, quitting his own uh, company who failed too, and um, and mine wasn't going so well. So I I wanted to do like just a small side project. Let's start with a. A prototype. Let's try to to build a brand around it and use this technology, like to uh, create a more transparent model. Like put all the information of the of one physical product in a non fungible token. Um, like putting the, the the materials, the certifications, the suppliers, everything, and um, and also use the Satoshi name to like to create a community driven. Uh, uh, brand because like i said I, I was pretty sure that um crypto would go beyond uh the financial space and sneakers also let's say um let's be uh honest we are a bit um <clears throat> tri tribal tribalist in the oh, yeah. in this game <laughs> yeah we have a lot of uh, um evangelists and uh, people who are like crazy about uh, uh this space and um I already knew that when you invest in one project and you believe it uh, so hard, you want to tell everyone about it. I was also uh, on the same, uh, I was one of them. And um, sneakers for me and for a lot of people are more than just um, like a physical um, fashion uh, tool. It's a way to, to show people 
uh, who you are. Um, so this is why I wanted to to create this this brand around the name uh, Satoshi, and uh, this is how we started with uh, three three thousand euros back in the days. It's not that we didn't have money; <laughs> we, it was okay uh, back in the days, but uh, we wanted to do it the the um, yeah the the leanest uh, project possible, you know. Uh, so we we did uh, this uh, prototype with uh, um, a, a factory in uh, in Portugal. Thanks to a friend who was working in the space, uh, so she introduced us, and uh, we created a, um, a crowdfunding page on Kickstarter, and also we did it on uh, Shopify on a on a website, and we launched the, the company like this, and uh, we did like uh, we pre pre sold eight hundred sneakers uh, in a bit less than two months with uh, so with three thousand euros, <laughs> but we also reinvested a bit of the money. In uh, in ads, of course, uh, and back in the days, it was working so so much better than to, than uh, right. nowadays. But uh, this is how we started, and um, yeah, that's incredible. Well, and before we get into futures factory, uh, you know, I so everybody listening, you know, this uh, the idea of with Satoshi Studios, like, hey, um, I want you to have a physical sneaker, and I want you to know all of the processes that went into the sneaker all the materials that went into the sneaker have a record of it in the form of an nft and make it very community driven mm. and i and i i feel like that's very blockchain mentality too you know where it's sort of like um the true rules of transparency and like collective sharing and it's like hey you know um i bought this because I mean, we, we started to see some of this in web two. It's just that, you know, <laughs> sometimes the platforms and the greed of web two and the commercialization hasn't really fully allowed for the, you know, the monetization sometimes more of like from a community aspect, it's kind of celebrated more individualistic. And, I, and I've been preaching community for so long and I feel like it's a perfect, um, it just goes to show you people don't want to just purchase the sneakers. They want to talk about them. They want to have, you know, they want to share, they want to, um, you know, they want to share ideas together. They want to, um, you know, own together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they want to, um, they want to be part of like each drop, uh, you know, fashion drop in this case, sneaker drop together um, and, uh, and collect together, you know, and all while as that's a subsect, same as crypto is a subsect of this concept of blockchain where it's the scale of value, right? Mm. And the more that you contribute to this space, um, the more um, that the community grows as does the value um, from just, you know, constantly contributing, making all that work. So I, I just, I think that's really cool that, um, and, that, and by the way, congrats on the, you know, Satoshi with only 3000 euros and then getting 800 orders. I also, yeah. this goes back to something that I also really like about Futures Factory and I'd love for you to, you know, where to, to then start like, hey, I got an idea. How did, you know, and then Futures Factory came around. But um, this, uh, I've noticed that, uh, and it's something that I'm very fond of, which is you take a very iterative approach to let's do something lean. Let's see what the feedback is. And then let's fulfill the order of, from the, the feedback. Let's service these people by way of feedback and then fulfill their orders based on, you know, this whole process for, scalability in a world which is so quick 
especially because of the social media uh, or they see the money in crypto and they just want to like they just want to go all in extremely fast skip the details you know take the shortcut <laughs> it's like do all these things and i'm like the same rules to entrepreneurship still apply um and the most successful ones play that long game so i love that you're very iterative in the process plus you know i think it's constantly managing expectations along the way so so with futures factor where what happened when you were with doing you're doing satoshi studio and then all of a sudden you're like i got an idea so so basically the so first for for Satoshi Studio, the, the goal was, was also like to um to stay like the, the leanest uh, possible for to create a demand-driven model. That was really the the, the vision from the beginning, and uh, uh, it was important for us to avoid waste, uh, to um yeah, to to stay uh, also lean, and because we didn't uh, uh, need uh, investment from uh, from VCs or it was just selling products. Yeah, before they were produce manufactured so that was really great for us and when we received uh, the, the the sneakers uh, unfortunately it was the beginning of covid mm. so really a bad time to to start uh, selling sneakers since uh, everyone uh, were uh, on sleepers uh, on their couch but we we succeeded in um, creating this for the first batch we still wanted to create new sneakers but with the minimum order quantities from factories, um, COVID, we tried like a new um, new batch. It wasn't as successful. It was a fail. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we knew by talking with uh, consumers that it was also like really painful to wait for three, let's say three, four months uh, for sneakers to come. And when we saw like, uh, um, or consumers and or friends and a lot of people um, starting to to buy digital art on OpenSea, uh, on on Haribel, and then in some cases they 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 were allowed by the the artist to redeem, um, like the 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 the, the counterpart, the physical counterpart, or an experience or something else. We said like, hey, we perhaps we could like uh, sell pre-sale virtual sneakers linked to an nft it's not a pre-sale it's just selling a virtual sneakers linked to an nft to finance the um, the, the physical production and we're like okay this is uh, this is interesting uh, it could work uh, but we we need to test and by the way we did it uh, we, we thought about this uh, just before um, like two three months before um, the the big uh, artifact uh, sale on uh, on Nifty, uh, Nifty Gateway, and it was around September, I think, of 2020. And we said, okay, we, we need to, we need to, we have this big hypothesis that we could sell virtual sneakers to finance um, the the physical production, but we need to ask brands if they are interested because we could do it for ourselves, but it could be like a bigger, bigger project, you know. And we discussed with brands, we started to discuss with our consumers also. Um, then we started to reach out um, to some NFT collectors uh, from our network, but also reach out uh, people on, uh, tw on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, but then, and this is how we met uh, um, Meta Coven's, uh, I forgot, Tubadour, <laughs> the, the Meta Coven, uh, uh, Meta Coven's partner, you know, the guy who, who bought the, the, the people at uh, 69, uh, uh, million we met some great people we interviewed um i discussed a bit uh, with uh, with roam but it was a bit before 
home from uh, the Apple Labs. So it was just we we had this this big hypothesis, and we started to 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 see like the different uh, personas who could be involved in the project. And so we we kind of listed all the questions that we wanted to to ask. And um, so first for the the brands, we really understood that for them it could be interesting. Um, but crowdfunding has a bad a bad reputation for them. It's not really premium. It's not really uh, it's not really great. Um, and but they understood that they could create a better experience using that. Um, create like a collecting and waiting experience for them. Fine, they understood it like this. Uh, also, I pitched it a, a bit like this, I think. <laughs> but they understood well uh, the, the concept and they were super interested. And um, what really was super exciting um, is the part when we started to discuss with designers, real uh, footwear designers. And most of them um, we interviewed back in the days were already working with super, super cool brands like Puma, uh, Anta, Adidas, big brands. And um, they told us like, yeah, we, we have been designing concept kicks like uh, forever. Uh, even even back in the days, uh, people were, even before uh, social media, people were designing crazy uh, uh, concept kicks that, that are not meant to be physically made because the design is too crazy. And um, yeah, we realized we could, uh, they could leverage this, this technology better than uh, anyone else. Um, we it was the like the the, the beginning of the, the the big wave. So they quickly underst understood um, all the uh, advantages, all the how they could leverage uh, this technology, and uh, it was super exciting because we were seeing like young students uh, still at school. They never worked for like for a physical brands, but they already like had this big audience of perhaps 20, 30,000 uh, followers who believed uh, in their stuff, in their vision, in their. They were using these concept kicks basically to create their own their own identity, their universe, um, and they were showing uh, their skills. It was like their Instagram was their portfolio, their identity, yeah. everything. And they were using it like to um, to connect with people, to interact with them, and also to create work opportunities with brands. But they never had this opportunity of uh, uh, selling virtual sneakers or allowing people to to wear it uh, on video games or with avatars or this kind of stuff. So yeah, so we started to to uh, to put uh, um, all this um, all this research uh, in form. To put to create the mockups to 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 create like some uh, documents to to show them like the potential um, of NFTs based on what they're already doing and uh, what they could do with, with it uh, from like one year to perhaps ten years uh, with like the integration with uh, video games and this kind of stuff and they were super excited and even before on the during the the user interviews. Some of them directly understood, like uh, directly, uh, um, the concept, and uh, and yeah, they, they were basically t t telling us that their dream would be to 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 collect uh, from the uh, sneakerhead perspective to to collect uh, virtual sneakers and wear it in video games, but also for designers like to to see uh, people um, playing and wear it in uh, in the virtual world. 
I love the um the intersection of the designers and the you know the consumers right um on the designer side i totally see how um a lot of there's a lot of designers around the world for for everybody listening like you know you i'm sure many of you follow pages where you like the aesthetics you like the architecture you like the art you like the design you like whatever it might be and sometimes you might be like i'd love to visit that place i'd love to consume that product i'd love to have something like that and the barrier there sometimes is um either the designer isn't offering it <laughs> or they're not about to build a business beyond the identity of just showing how they create enters a platform like futures factory where it's like hey listen you know how to create the concepts which already by the way anybody listening you know i, I have a really good friend who's um does metaverse properties and he does real life architectural design and he was saying that the beautiful part about online is that there's no constraints you can build anything you want materials that don't matter whatever materials you want to use you can use in the real world either that would be grossly expensive <laughs> or or impossible for you know weather and other things right so this idea of design is like you had said where um you know you have uh people who want to even brands push the boundaries and can and people who want to collect from that artist is like well i don't necessarily need the physical product but i do like your art and if there's a limited amount of it that would be also really cool because i can i can own some of that um as just like you know just another form of collection just that's what we do you know um and then i like the fact that you have designers from around the world that can do that all on one platform and then um, you have l like tiered levels of, hey, you can buy this form of the NFT, you know, rare, super rare, ultra rare. And there's different utilities at different levels. So some people just want the NFT. Other people want the NFT plus maybe, um, you know, a an immersive experience online. Um, and then maybe there's the third option <laughs> where they like, hey, you know what? I want a physical representation, a 3D model of it or a final render, like a final version of that shoe if you want to actually create it. And what I like about the platform as well uh, is that it's like um, design on demand, clients on demand. It's sort of like, hey, people can, you know, the, the artists can feature their work. The people can, you know, um, acquire it because they're genuinely loving and supporting it. And so they get the NFT, which holds value for both, you know, the community and for the artist. And then on top of that, if a physical product is made, well, the funds are now supplied to fulfill the orders and it's at like a more limited number. And I, again, this goes back to community because, you know, I think the world is so used to mass quantity consumption, right? Critical mass consumption. And that already has caused quite a bit of problems in a <laughs> multitude of ways, which we won't get political or anything right now. But it's like, but it's the idea of that um, we can consume less, more quality, and both digitally and physic physically, um, depending on you know, um, you know what 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 we want, what you know where we want to interact and engage. And I, so I just I think I lo I love that this is where the future is. And I love that you guys are doing that for sneakers, you know, um, and, uh, and just watching, um, this ability of you guys to be able to have this platform where you have different designers again. Like, okay. Like this week we're featuring this, this particular designer guys, this is no different than like any of you. Like, I mean, 
it's very different from StockX, but it's different in the fact that like you guys are all used to going to like web two sites where you just say, hey, like what's the new drop? Well, now there's a focus on what's the new artist. And this week it's this artist and here's, you know, the limited run. And uh, you might also have a chance at a physical sneaker depending on the tier that you buy. But, you know, here's what you can, you know, you can engage with. And I just, I just, I like, I think it just, it redefines the entire business model, uh, which is exactly what I was hoping Web3 would do. So, yeah, that's my rant on that. (laughs) And we're seeing like uh, really great companies pushing like the, the on-demand production with uh, 3D printing, for example, um, like uh, Zellerfeld, Sintatrek, and really for for designers, I think it will be a game changer because before it was really complex um, to to manufacture sneakers, and um, with these technologies, 3D printing and um, 3D needs, this kind of stuff, um, perhaps will arrive, will uh, get to 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 a place where we can uh, manufacture crazy concept uh, sneakers um, directly uh, from a designer to uh, um, to the production, yeah, to, to your doorstep. So this is uh, really uh, interesting. And so right now the focus, uh, like you said, is on um, designers and virtual sneakers, even if uh, when we can and when the designer also um, can, we we try to put like a, a physical uh, um, physical object with it. So, so we're trying, we're starting to work on the, our first three uh, D uh, uh, prototypes, three D printed the prototypes. But also, uh, as we have um, already, we're already discussing with several brands, and we have a few investors uh, who are coming from these brands, and um, it's really really interesting. And it's like a, what I said earlier, like for a lot of brands pre-sale or crowdfunding is not really premium, but the former CEO of Dimitri invested uh, in the company. And I remember that he told us that his uh, artistic director, the footwear director was like pushing a lot to, to get his uh, crazy sneakers uh, on production and the marketing and products. Uh, they were like, yeah, but we don't know re- really what would be the, the demand. It's a, it's, it's a bit too, uh, um, too complex, too uh, too risky to do it. So let let's uh, <laughs> let's do something uh, safer. And with this kind of um, of new models, we could um, create a, a great story around the product, around the um, like we, we could create exp- uh, experiences in the, in the real world or in the, in the virtual one. And um, we could allow a brand to create like a a great uh, limited campaign, limited yeah. time uh, campaign. And see see the demand. It's just you you mint the NFT if you like it, and then you launch the production uh, later, and and uh, and that's it. And you create a cool experience for the the consumers, and also the the, the brand uh, uh, creates a, a cool story. So every everyone wins, and also the planet, like you said. Yeah, <laughs> um, that too, right? For, yeah. You know, um, I definitely have a question that that I was just thinking of. Um, but first, you know, what was interesting is, so you're saying a former investor of uh, Jimmy Choo, right? Yeah. Um, you know, interesting how, you know, he wanted to do really, you know, awesome, crazy designs and, and experiment, you know, and, and all that. And, you know, but couldn't and as much there because of the you know demand issue. But then now in this new realm, it's like, I can only imagine he was probably like, 
I'm ready <laughs> because like we, you know, you coming around and you're proving that like there's the 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 link of we can push design as far as we want and keep the concept only in um, you know the digital world or on occasion we can also bring it into the physical when necessary. Um, and I, I just I think it it, re, it relieves the artist because it's like oh I can experiment without any constraints like I used to have, um, but. Um, nothing says we have to go physical unless the demand is there. And then if it is, like, that's really cool because I can see how we can, you know, not uh, stress, you know, not lose on like, you know, taking this massive risk of, well, let's do something crazy. And if nobody buys it, we're, you know, we're done. It's like, no, it's like, let's take this massive risk. And if people want it, you know, and they're in a certain tier of get of acquiring it, then cool. Then they'll will they'll get it. And and I just think it serves everybody at the same time. If I had to like be an interpreter for <laughs> for the general world with our with all of our Web three stuff, you know. Um, but the question I was going to ask is, you're early. My opinion is what what you're doing. What I what I like to play around with in this Web three and like um in talking about this stuff, I'm, I find myself I'm constantly like trying to give analogies to people but what you're doing is it's it's early but it makes so much sense i get it i get that part like talk to me about what it feels like being early and uh, you know not that it's frustrating but it, it's it's sometimes it seems so clear for us where we're heading and where it's going it's like when sure. people introduce the e e email and like we were children but it was like you know in the you know in the late 90s and you're like email this could go somewhere, you know, but there were a lot of people who were like, I don't understand what I would use that for. And you're like, really? You know, and it seems so obvious in a lot of ways um, from a, a from a, a thinking standpoint of like, oh, so I cut down the amount of time that I can get, you know, a message to somebody um, and, you know, we can interact with each other online. Like, you know, like email just seems so obvious, just like now Web3 in a lot of ways. And like what you're doing as a business model makes so much sense. It's like, oh, um, less you know materials less stress more focus on collections and design and art community more focus on customers scale is now based on value and iterations and designs and only so many numbers right capacity it's it's a whole the way of thinking and it seems so obvious but it's not it's not for a lot of people. How, how has that been for you? Um, you know, I mean, obviously, if you remove the people that you're around and that get it, <laughs> you know, but how do you feel about, you know, being early right now? And it, I, I, I clearly see what you're doing. I'm looking forward to this conversation in about five years. Um, but how do you, how do you handle, and this goes for entrepreneurship, right? When you know it, the, the signals are there and it's clear. But at the same time, you know that you're early, but you're willing to start laying the foundation for where we'll be. Like everything I'm doing now is all for at minimum 2025. But the goal is 2030 and beyond. <laughs> when I look at them, I'm like, oh, this is a lot of work. I better just start planting all the seeds and, and, and building all the infrastructure, getting all the trademarks, getting all, you know, the community, get like doing it all. Yeah. So how do you know, talk about like how's when you're early managing all the things that come with it being early. Hmm. Um, but you're right on one point. You have to set a really clear long-term vision. Yes. This is the first, um, this is the cornerstone of your project, like to 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 tell people about your project and uh, and onboard them. Uh, I'm really happy to, 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 um, 
to have onboarded like the I, I told you before the interview i'm so happy because i onboarded this week like two um two guys like super super great uh people and to to um make customers investors whatever like to to make people believe into uh, uh your projects you, you must have like uh, this long-term vision and it doesn't matter if you're early you, you will have to to um perhaps to change several times your um short-term goals like it will be perhaps in different um you you will have different steps but you, you must have like this long-term vision five ten years uh something also super um inspiring something that you you want to 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 achieve and um and this is what we uh this is what i did since uh, since the beginning of the project and also it it's really close to what i wanted to do with satoshi studio so the, that's kind of cool it's um the two projects are really connected and um and yeah so right now we know that we just launched uh we have already launched four capsules we know that we didn't uh sell out directly um the the nfts and um we don't have like a lot of volumes on the secondary uh, uh market because we're creating a new capsule enfin, it's a new collection and a new smart contract every time we we drop uh, we, we work with uh, with a designer so it's not like a framework that is uh known to current nft collectors mm -hmm. um that came this year this, this was the year of the the, the pfp project and uh, right. all these uh board ape and uh crypto punks um uh, kind of collections so the vision for us is to to create this platform that will uh, allow designers and brands to create their projects whether like you said uh, whether it's uh, physical or virtual and us we want to to create the the, the features um the the bridges with the um, yeah the, the the people who will be able to to give more life to these uh to these projects whether it's 3d printing whether it's video games uh ar this kind of stuff um or physical uh physical stores concept stores this kind of stuff where we have a few projects uh in mind and uh, we hired someone who is really really one of the best in france uh to do this kind of stuff so let's talk uh in one two year <laughs> i hope uh, we'll <laughs> yeah on this side uh and to reach um that's that vision for now perhaps it's a bit complicated we we started with uh, these uh collections and people are not really understanding like uh um what what is the offer what is the utility behind it people are talking about step in for example one of uh or competitor not really a competitor but they have like this uh these nfts it's a it's a play to earn you have to to purchase the nfts they are already super expensive and when you walk you earn you earn money <laughs> you earn the their token and it's crazy like you you can make like a 500 dollars in uh like a 30 30 minutes of walk so this is really not a walk but a small run and uh you make almost uh, <laughs> 1000 bucks yeah. and this kind of um if we if we if we did something like this with the the creators that we have right now we have like a pool of uh, almost 50 designers and brands if we uh, go full degen degen is like a 
Okay, I won't uh, explain it, but no, no, it's, go, it's good for go. if you if you want for the for the audience, like because I'm sure they they see probably words like degen and be like, what is that? You know, you explain degen. It's like a, it's a, in crypto investors would invest like without really looking, just FOMO. So yeah, you you see a project that yeah. is being hyped by influencers or this is the hot uh, uh, project of of the moment, so you don't really look into it. You invest and. Perhaps it's a really bad project and you get uh, wrecked. Yeah. I, I won't <laughs> say all the the crypto uh, uh, worlds, but um, yeah. So we we know that there are a lot of uh, projects like this, and this is not really like the the this is not going well with the long term vision. So we don't do it, um, and we could we could find a way to attract. We're still looking like for the real targets right now. Uh, perhaps it's too early uh, to get uh, sneakerheads, uh, people who are really into crypto, uh, into sneakers, but not really into crypto. And perhaps we, we will reach to that point. Um, we will reach to them when we will have the physical sneakers, you know, with brands. And uh, this is the, the simplest uh, UTC you can find with virtual uh, uh, sneakers and NFTs. You get also the, the physical sneakers. But before that, with virtual only sneakers, <laughs> we need to uh, to find a way to reward the the first uh, uh, the first backers, the um, the, the collectors. Um, even if the art is really cool, um, people in the crypto space don't know yet. I I don't think they know the the or designers. But in the real world, even more, in the, the the mainstream world on Instagram, for example these designers like already have a big following mm -hmm. like uh, 20 30 40 uh, thousand uh, followers but they don't really understand the point of purchasing uh, virtual sneakers or a few of them but right now the demand is more on the crypto side so this is um the, to answer your question this is what it's like to to be really early even if you have like a long-term vision and you 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 convince everyone else that this is the 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 way you still find you still need to to find like the the, the first um, traction, the first product market fit, and perhaps you will have to change in three months, and again in six months, and again in one year. So this is like like you said earlier, uh, an iterative uh, process, and um, we don't want to rush things. We don't want to pay influencers to do like a, um, <clears throat> bad uh, growth uh, uh, tactics. You know, we right. we have seen so many projects doing um wash trading for example like to just to to create volume um so and we don't we really don't want to to be uh one of one of these uh, projects so we we are building the, the project step by step with a really small community for now um i think uh, this time we have uh, almost four thousand followers on instagram that's not a lot uh one thousand and five hundred on discord and uh, three three thousand on on twitter and um, when we'll find like the, the 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 product market fit, we'll start to 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 put perhaps like more money on uh, on marketing on these kind of things. But in Web3, it's not really about the 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 money you you put on influencers and paid ads and this kind of stuff. It's more like you you find the right model to incentivize your first yes. um, users, your community. And if you do it, if you're clever, if you do it well. Um, it should go. It should scale yeah. almost by. Its, I said almost 
Yeah. It would be too good, but uh, we, we still need to, to help it. But uh, uh, a good product and a good um, a good strategy should should do the 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 eighty percent of the work. There's a, do it well. there's a lot of really important things in what you just said. You know, so I, I wanted to reiterate them <clears throat> because um, first of all, the you have you know even if it's four thousand on Instagram and fifteen hundred in Discord those are the people specifically wanting to be a part of the community and invest in the project. It's a lot of people in my opinion, you know what I mean? When, and I get it though, because we're, we're such, we're used to a world, even on some of my accounts that have a much, much bigger numbers and it was all organic, but it was just like the intimacy of your diehard followers and community, you know, folk that, you know, they don't want just a quick like and a follow. They actually want to be really invested in what you build. So I think that's, I just, I love that you, you guys are doing that. And, you know, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are more focused on the crypto, the, the flips and, and, you know, the PFP projects and just, you know, um, getting a, into a board ape and like, look, even board ape finally learned like, Hey, we better start adding utility and benefits to these things because these people are like buying them at crazy, insane prices. Right. Um, and what's interesting to me, um, well, first of all, I do agree with you. I think that like the, the project scales itself for the most part um, because you have the invested people in the project in the community and then they get the benefit on an ongoing basis of doing so when that's the benefits that you guys figure out as a community. Um, and that's way different and more long-term vision, which I love. It's very integrity driven in my opinion. And the other thing too is I think here's a point that I think as a consumer, and where some people are missing missing the boat is they're so quick sometimes to get into just like quick money making um, projects. Don't get me wrong, I'm in a couple of communities, uh, but I was very strategic in why I chose those communities, even though they did like a generative ten thousand or five thousand run. I like you. I looked up who they were, or I'd been following them already, and they were artists, and they had real followings and real influence. You know, they were influential. <laughs> you know, not an influencer, even if they had two, 300,000 followers, organic followers, just because people love their work. And I'm like, oh, they're going to be around for a while. They've already mm -hmm. been around for a while. I like their work. I like their ethics. And I like how they're constantly trying to take care of their people. There's a good chance that owning some of their work now, while they continue to grow, will only also go up in value. It's like nice to be able to actually acquire art as a, like I do sometimes think about it as a portfolio. Like these sneaker designers that you're featuring, I've, I see who they are and I've seen some of the work, some of them before, you know, I'd learned about Futures Factory, um, but like maybe a couple, you know, and, and even before just some that I had just known from the physical sneaker world and their, their, their projects are art you know, and it's going to be sell it. Like my opinion is they're going to be, you know, celebrated some years from now and to own some original pieces of their work. That's how I like, that's how I also look at it. Like, Oh, I get to partake in ownership of, of designers work, which you have curated, you know, through the partnerships, but you curated some of the, the get all these designers together. So I get to acquire the piece. So I like that mm. part for long-term hold. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, at some point I'll probably want to get a physical, you know, you know, physical, uh, pair of kicks or something like that. It, it should that particular offering offer it or whatnot. 
but um, I like the concept of owning designers' work that are growing their following, uh, not just within your community, but in the community that they've established for their work because you see the long-term value of them, I'm gonna hold those pieces. Like if I, if, I, if I was really trying to think from the people who want to think like the crypto side, it's like, well, hey, if you can hold it like because you appreciate the, 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 the designer's work, the, the creator's work, as the creator goes up in value, what do you think happens with the value of what you hold of their work? You know, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it, it, but again, you know, you know, a lot of people out there are like, oh, well, I just want to, you know, buy it for 500, flip it for, for five grand and I'm out. And you're like, well, all right, that's great short term play. Like, what are you going to do later on? Like, you know, but they, I get it. Like, there's a market for every type of person. But so I just I see a lot of benefit in doing it your way. Um, and, uh, you know, and it, yeah, it's it's different. It's not marketed the same way because you guys are constantly looking at it as like the long term growth of the community's acquisition of these um, creators projects. Um, yeah. that's way different than like, Hey, we got 5,000, you know, such and such that just launched. Here's it is on open sea buy, sell trade, you know, <laughs> like, so, you know, mm. so it's a way, exactly. yeah. So it's a way different, um, you know, process. So I, I give you a lot of, a lot of credit there. Um, another, uh, uh, another question I wanted to ask you, um, because you're doing it the way you're doing it, do you ever get impatient? Yeah, a lot of times. Um, Thank you for being but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes when you see something, you it happens all the time. Like you, you, you had the, you had this idea, and you want to um, directly be super fast, super agile, and you you talk about it uh, to your team, and it, it's not like a good idea. It's not a, a good way to 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 do it, and this is also why. Uh, um, we we hire someone um, who will be like the, the 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 protector of the the roadmap <laughs> because if we uh, we settle like a, a strategy and uh, and we have a roadmap and we have like a a backlog, it's not like to to be uh, to be impatient and want to yeah let's let's do this right now. I'm sure it will uh, it will it will be great and uh, so. That's yeah, play, playing the, the long-term strategy requires a lot of um, uh, attention and uh, you have to be like uh, strict, <laughs> but uh, it's hard sometimes. You want to, to have everything uh, uh, the fastest, yeah, you, you can. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a discipline for sure, especially if you see a lot of other projects do really well some aspects you can probably be like that's actually not a bad idea but you also to your point having a protector by the way a protector of the roadmap is genius like a protector of the you know here's what we set out to do and uh we need you to manage us to make sure we don't get distracted by all the shiny objects that entrepreneurs get distracted by <laughs> out there and it happens to all of us um and but you know uh and then you know, maybe i think sometimes the beauty of also taking time is that if a project does really well, I like seeing the aspects of what made it do well outside of your usual marketing and clout and you know hype and all that other stuff. Because most of them, most of them really have that. But every now and then, you catch like one or two things. You're like, that was smart, and thank you, because like you can kind of think about how it might um, be like, a, oh, you know what, that would make that piece would make this thing right here easier to deploy. Thank you, you know. Um, 
uh, like from like a technological standpoint or a smart contract standpoint or, you know, or, um, you know, community initiative or something, just anything because the space is changing so much technologically. Uh, and, um, you know, it's all still being created a lot of times. So it's like, oh, is that so good thing I didn't launch it in that token because and, and on OpenSea at this time, because that would have happened. So let me let me launch it here yeah. differently, you Different. know, so, yeah. So I think there's there's pros and cons, but yeah, it's it's a discipline for sure, for sure. Like you said, when the market is like super hot, for example, and you're like, let's do this because in one month perhaps it will be over. So let's launch the the product or the token or the collection or whatever, and trying to to rush things. <laughs> this is not this is not how I see. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I I I. Don't feel it's the right way to 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 work and and build something that will last uh, for a decade or more and uh, that will make sense. So even if I'm in real life really impatient, <laughs> I know that that's not the the the, the good uh, the right way to 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 work. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean the same rules in life and in business and in technology all apply. You know, I don't think you can go too fast that you miss all the details or you take shortcuts and you, you know, um, you pay for them later. <laughs> you know, I think, uh, like anything, it's, it's a process, it's a journey. You have to kind of embrace every single step and really like, uh, treat it with care and respect, you know? So, um, what do you guys have coming up? Anything in particular that, you know, you want to, you want to mention? Uh, yeah. So for now we are working on three cool proje projects. So first, um, it's about augmented reality. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, we'll, like I said, uh, uh, start to work on animation for NFT holders. So this is one of the um, easiest, even if it's not that easy, but it's one of the easiest thing that we can do. And we won't work with uh, Instagram and Snapchat, who, uh, even if it's super easy to, to work with them, but a lot of limitations too. And we want to create more interesting things that what what we can see uh, on Instagram uh, or on Snapchat, for example, with the AR try-on um, filters, you know, where, where you can see it with your sneakers uh, at your feet. And uh, we are also working on uh, on virtual rooms um, on uh, Unreal Engine because um, from the user research, uh, like I said, people were already discussing about um, it could be great if you have these virtual sneakers that you can also like showcase them in a virtual space and you can send it to, to your friends, they can visit. Um, one of them during the user research called it the DJ Khaled room. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. In, you, you could have like the big, uh, big room with uh, all the, all your sneakers or your NFTs also. And for most of uh, the, the, the NFT collectors, um, you want to display them, you want to show, to show off. Yes. And, and on Twitter, that's cool. But if you could have like a one uh, cool place um, designed perhaps but by uh, a one designer that, that you like, or um, I don't know, by, by a brand or something else, uh, but, or you could design yourself. And if you could put the, the sneakers or the, um, your uh, other digital arts, it could, it could be great. So that was um, that was on the roadmap for a long time, and uh, um, we'll start just working on the showroom, uh, not a showroom like a, like a retail, a retail store. Uh, it will it will be more around 
um, or a story. Uh, we'll create a story about uh, Futures Factory, which is like a, uh, will be a, spe a special uh, station who, which is dropping the, the hottest sneakers in the galaxy uh, on Earth, something, something like this. <laughs> and um, yeah, what uh, we're working on, the, yeah, on 3D printing, <laughs> on 3D printing sneakers. And uh, this is the kind of stuff we're working on right now. It's more like side projects. It's more, not like the right. the core business, but on on the, it will be super important, like for the for the project. So, the idea of um, even if for fun you wanted to create um, shoe closets, like for displays for the community of holders that can mm. purchase it, and then it could be either whether it's docked in spatial or. Um, you know, any of the other like gallery type sites, you know, and stuff like that, that would be pretty awesome. Cause then it's like, you know, just like people do it now where they send them to like their galleries. You can check out my NFTs there. You can check out my closet, my vault right here for like shoes. <laughs> pretty actually like, cool. So, you, you know, more utility. I know that sounds funny, but like anybody listening, it's not funny. Like it, I mean, collectors want to showcase their NFTs. Right. And it's like, it'd be interesting if like you created like three or four different versions of like, you know, a, a closet slash vault, but like, you know, I mean, a pretty epic looking thing. It doesn't have to be like, it could be like a cool architectural thing. It doesn't have to it almost like feel like it's real in a lot of ways. Right. But that idea of then like, Hey, I can then in each one insert like the different like features factories that like I, I acquire, you know? Um, yeah. And I, showcase it to your friends and, uh, yeah. and so it could, uh, yeah, it could just uh, enhance the, um, the 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 shopping, the collecting experience too. Yeah, uh, you could like navigate uh, in a virtual world and uh, make the purchase directly uh, uh, on, in this uh, space because yeah. we want to do it um, um, directly uh, in the browser. You know, yeah, uh, with, uh, yeah. Uh, it will be uh, cloud uh, cloud streaming. So yeah, basically, you 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 will be able if you have. A, a good computer if not it will be a bit more difficult but <laughs> we want to to allow people to uh, to 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 navigate in the space and uh, to gamify a bit the the experience and it will be just step one because of course the the long term uh, um, goal is to to build the the partnerships with video game editors and to uh, to allow people to wear uh, cool designers uh, sneakers uh, in their favorite games and we all know that skins the farm. Yeah, it's already like a big, big industry. Uh, all just Fortnite uh, itself. I think it's one, two, three billions. I, I don't remember the revenue, but it's uh, it's huge. You know, um, it is. And you know, I was just I was just thinking too because what happened, especially with like a lot of these online galleries, is that people started putting in their bio like check out my like gallery, and that's actually how I ended up finding other artists and purchasing some some nfts so like it's interesting how we give the um the container to um you know showcase how it exposes the um the artists the work the because you know from there it's like people can actually go into the my gallery as well and be like oh oh he purchased it for this i actually think i might make him an offer on this and i've had people offer me on like you know some like galactic gang and other like nfts well daily but like but if they found it through there it's like they can actually make offers on it like right there too if they really wanted to but so it's, but it's yeah. interesting how you know it almost does to your point like the scale happens automatically because it's sort of like when you take care of the community and you're like showcasing them in some way and all of a sudden people are like huh 
you know, um, those are pretty like epic, you know, you've got like a, a pretty epic collection, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, so, but, um, there's so many possibilities, obviously, <laughs> obviously, um, what, uh, where can everybody find you guys online right now? Um, where, where yeah, you can find us on futuresfactory.com, uh, mm -hmm. on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, we're also super active on the, on Discord if you want to um, to discuss. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh, and it's future futures-factory.com or fut yeah, that dash yeah futures-factory.com. Um, uh, online, it's uh, you just look up futures factory on Instagram. Um, and uh, I pretty much talked to Nico through there. So you guys, I think you can just kind of DM through there. Him or, or Victoria is always, you know, there. You guys are, you guys are on it when you manage that. <laughs> so, um, and uh, amazing. You know, I, I look forward to seeing like all that happens like with the projects. I, I tell this to everybody that's coming. Back. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have expected that we're already past an hour. It's crazy how fast the time goes. Um, yeah. So I also want to be mindful of, of that for you. But um, I, it's a journey-driven podcast, so I tell every guest, you can come back on any time. In your world, things are changing usually every, like, 18 hours. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, you know, you're welcome to come back on three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, and, and, and see how the progression, you know, of, sure. of the project and the company and the brand and the community, all that stuff. Would love to have you back on. And we could talk about, you know, all kinds of things. Also, just the, the general, like, lessons coming from, hey, you know, here's what I learned another year of entrepreneurship. Uh, and here's a few more white hairs to add to the collection, you know? <laughs> so, you know, but I really appreciate having you on. Yeah, it was great. Uh, thanks a lot uh, for the invitation. And I would love to, to discuss it in one year to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, even less if you want to, um, and then everybody listening. Uh, so just go to, uh, futures-factory.com. It's really, it's amazing website. Absolutely amazing. And then, um, is it was it, is it futures underscore factory? Oh wait, uh, on Insta or Instagram? It's uh, underscore two times. That's right. Future underscore underscore factory. Um, I'm I'm so used to just all I have to do is type in fu. <laughs> sounds bad, but like on uh, on Insta, it just instantly takes me there. But yeah, uh, so futures underscore underscore factory on on Insta. Check them out there. You guys have also seen like you know uh, did an NFT giveaway that they were very very generous to give away one. So. Um, you know, really happy that, uh, you know, somebody in the community was able to get one. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, you can reach out to them in the DM, just, you know, be mindful, respectful, the time, you know, <laughs> so, but they're, they're on it. And there's a discord link in there as well too. Um, uh, on the page, you can just go there and then right in there and, you know, I'll put a link in it in the show notes as well too. So, so that way everybody has access there. And, uh, I, man, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time to come on and talk about everything that's going on with the project. I know it's a lot of work. You guys are in the middle of a lot of, uh, a lot of things happening. So thank you for, you know, for taking that time. Uh, no, thanks. Thanks to uh, you. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And for, a yeah. For everybody listening for Nicholas Romero, for myself, Matt Gossman, for Household Assembly, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for all the ratings and the reviews. They mean a lot. They mean more than you think. Um, and I just, I appreciate how, how far this community has come. So thank you guys for everything and we are out.